0: What's up, everybody? This is uh, David Rutherford here with another episode of the Frog Logic Podcast. This is a special Memorial Weekend show. Uh, and I, I'm just, uh, this one really is hitting home for me because this speaks to the very heart of what this weekend's all about and the sacrifice uh, that me and my brothers and sisters have made and, and, and some, of, some of them that have made the ultimate sacrifice. Those people that are no longer with us and why they died and what they died for. Man, after seeing my friend Nick Kumilazos, uh post this week on on his Instagram story about how uh, the New York, New uh, North Carolina governor is hammering him and his business along with where he's from, man, I just had to bring him on so he could tell his story and get you fired up about what's going on. So Nick was born in uh, Hollywood, Florida. Grew up with a Greek father, gypsy mother, traveling in the United States. Joined the Marine Corps in 2012. Years. Uh, at, in force reconnaissance, uh, as well as in uh, Marine Special Operations Command, deployed multiple times overseas. Uh, Nick, Nick now is an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, a producer, uh, and the father of two beautiful children. He and Miss Capra are spending their time traveling to go making videos and telling stories of the present and the past. Man, uh, I hope you enjoy this one because it's a heavy one. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to give my big shout-out to Onnit, Uh, human optimization and performance man this company uh, provides some of the best uh, options you have out there for protein powders and and butters and man you name it they got it for me my two favorite are alpha brain take it every day to help with my mental alacrity as well as gut health i've had bad gut problems since i was in the service man this company is the deal go over to onnit.com o-n-n-i-t check out their products frog logic sent you second one is uh ready wise this freeze-dried company is producing the highest quality best tasting longest lasting freeze-dried food for any prepper market there is out on the planet they are absolutely selling off the shelves right now uh, get yours don't be caught uh not ready for the next wave of the pandemic or the next great catastrophe we face uh go over to readywise.com in your promo code, type in Frog Logic. You'll get twenty-five percent off everything they have uh, on the site. Twenty-five percent off, man! This stuff is awesome. Uh, so go check out ReadyWise.com. And if you have any interest to in you or your organization or company, man, uh, please check us out at Team Frog Logic. I give online motivational presentations right now for your company to get back into the fight. I do one-on-one coaching. We've got tons of gear and kit. Man, uh, just uh, anything you can do to support us to keep this mission going, uh, we would love to have your support. All right, without further ado, let's get this started. My brother, I I just want to first start out by just saying uh, I'm so, so sorry that you are going through this, you and your family, um, especially your wife where she's at in her pregnancy and just you know this this should be the most joyous time in your lives preparing for this and all this but yet you are are being thrust into the center of what might be the worst possible aspect of covid-19 which is the dismantling of our rights
1: yeah and and, and i'm 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 man i'm heartbroken
0: well that's what did it for me bro when 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 jeff uh Nicholas reposted yours and then I went and then I saw yours and it yeah. was that way you started that video that ripped right through me. And and man, I you know, from the first time I ever really, you know, met you and we had you on TNQ, man, there's you you come from the same place I come from, man. Right. Like I wanna improve things. I wanna inspire people, I wanna make things better, I wanna and so when I heard that in your voice, brother, I I dude. I I
1: haven't, I haven't told anybody this, but my wife was sitting right here and the whole time I was like fighting back tears and to make, to make that video. Wow. And it was, and it was just, I mean, my heart was just being twisted the whole time and, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my words out. And at the same time, I'm trying to reconcile the fact that I'm having to make this video in the first place. In the
0: first place. That's it. Was that where the tears were coming from is just that fact that here I am I, after everything that I've done and contributed to this country, 12 years in multiple combat deployments, the yep. positive stuff you do every day with all that you're a part of. Yeah. And now all of a sudden- here I,
1: here I find myself <laughs> fighting for rights. Right. <laughs> I just, yeah, I never thought that I would, we would do what we've done. Right. And, and, and serve the way in the capacity that we served and then, and then get honorably discharged. And then like, Hey man, you're, you've done your part. You spent your twenties, the, the the healthiest years of your life, breaking your body for the country. And now you've afforded the opportunity to go af- live and, and enjoy America and what America stands for. Right. And here I find myself not being able to, and it just—I feel like I'm living in an alternate universe.
0: It—it is it, strange. We are in in strange, strange times. That, to to steal a phrase from Joe Rogan, right? You know, and I just keep looking over at my fiance every day on our walk. Yesterday, our afternoon walk, we do. I'm 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 looking at her, and we're just going through all the stuff. Your, you know, the call with you and everything, and I'm going like. Wow, we are in some strange times right now—really yeah. strange times. Would you, before we go on any further, I, and I know you've probably told the story fifteen million times in the last, you know, forty hours, but could you just tell the listeners what's going on, what's happening, and then we'll get into it after that?
1: Sure, absolutely. So, um, and all of this is public knowledge. You know, whether I'm at fault or whether whatever—I mean, I've—I've. I've, I mean, it's on the video, so it's out there. Um, you know, March 17th, our, our governor here in North Carolina, uh, Roy Cooper, um, shut down restaurants and bars 25th. He came out with an order at five o'clock, 5 PM that all basically everything was shut down. Right. we like escalated. And initially, like you said, before we came on, it was like, we didn't have the data and we, we were seeing what was happening in, in other countries. And we were like, okay. Maybe this is a good thing for a couple of weeks, right? Let's
0: do the right thing, right? Let's, Let's do, do the
1: right thing. Let's do the right thing. Yep. Let's do the right thing. And, and, and we'll shut everything down. And so we obliged and it broke my heart, man, to tell the members we were in the middle of a, of, of a big upgrade in our, in our facility. And, you know, I said, but this is what we do as people is we do the right thing. So we did it. And then it was supposed to be, you know, the president said one thing by Easter. And, you know, he's, of course, he's dealing with all kinds of stuff as well. So it got pushed back. Finally, it was what I think it was like a week yep. after Easter. So we're now we're in now we're in April. Right. Um, he's like, hey, I'm opening the country back up. The states have the power. And everybody was like, well, this is Trump's fault. And I said, let me get something real super clear. He did the right thing by putting the power back on the states.
0: Amen. I believe That is I the completely- way that it's
1: supposed to work. Okay, that that's the way our country is organized. The the governor, the states are self-governed. Now, this is where it gets screwed up. Is the gov certain governors, and we see it all over the country, are not doing the right thing. So, most people opened up May first, right? Right. Uh, Our governor extended the stay-at-home order, which we can get into that later, uh, to May eighth. So we had nothing. So we're like, okay. So I was like. And then he said, "Phase one starts May eighth, and anything that's currently closed will not open in phase one." Wow. Meanwhile, ABC stores, tobacco shops, all Targets, of, WalMarts,
0: you name it. You why? Name it,
1: any and you and we can look into the money revenue state for the thing, and you know, I'll let I'll let people. I, try, I I
0: tried to find some revenue numbers for your state too. By the way, I got a couple cool numbers afterwards. But go. Oh, ahead.
1: I would love. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. It. So. I said, you know, we had been, at that point, we had been closed a month and a week, and I, I had had enough. And I was starting to look at the numbers. I was looking at the, the COVID numbers for the state, and I, I was looking at um, our population, what had been, what was happening with COVID and everything. And I was like, okay. And I was looking at it countrywide, and I've started talking. And, and meanwhile, I'm doing podcasts with Dr. Kirk Parsley. I don't know if you've ever talked to him.
0: No, He's I would great. love to.
1: Oh, man, I'll do an intro.
0: Yeah, that'd be fantastic.
1: I love that dude absolutely love that dude. Um, so we, so we talked you know, he kind of debunked a lot of COVID stuff and really broke down what this virus is. And it's nothing more than another virus. Mm-hmm. It's not a big, scary thing. It's, it's another, that's why there's COVID-19. Why do you think there's 19? Because there's a ton of them. <laughs> they just, right, it came out right. as number 19, right, right. number 19. You know what I mean? But we've had it, the situation. So he breaks down what it is and how it works and whatnot. So I'm getting all this data over the month, and I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with this, and I'm opening. So I went to the CDC, figured out what their guidelines were for physical, um, physical training facilities and, and what they recommend, and it's okay. told my gym manager, this is how we're going to implement. This is what we're going to do. We're going to open May 1st. So we told the members, we're opening May 1st. Everything was fine for a week. May 7th, we got um, raided. And I say "rated" because of the the way that the police entered the facility and their behavior. Now, if they would have pulled up, walked in, you know, and said, can we
0: "Talk to somebody's and hey, can
1: we talk to somebody? Like, what's going on here? Just want to have a conversation with the management or the owner. You know what I mean?" And this is, we live in a town of twenty five hundred people. <laughs> like, they know who I am. You yeah, totally, I mean? totally. No, man. Came in hot, blocked off the parking lot. Uh, I had all the doors open for ventilation, so they were able to walk right in, which now, thinking back, I'm like, should have never done that. But I was, Well, again, you're
0: thinking about your clients. You're trying you know, to do the
1: right thing. Trying to do the um, right CDC, thing, man. CDC said, let's, let's make, a, a, uh, you know, make sure it's a well-ventilated ventilated place. And so I told them, I said, have all the doors open. Basically, it's like an outside gym at this point. Yep. Sanitation station, stay six foot apart, check your temperature, blah, blah, blah. Came in hot, hands on guns, yelling and threatening, banging on the doors of the bathroom. My manager was in there, up in people's faces. Um, I mean, you want to talk about some crazy Gestapo stuff, man. Right. I, it's the parallels are frightening. And so this is what went down. So I, mean, I wasn't there. I immediately got there. They were still there. Members were furious. Not furious of what happened, furious on, on Captain Richard's behavior.
0: Right, right.
1: So um, talked to him, explained. I said, "Who sent you here?" He didn't want to talk to me. He said, "Don't worry about it." I said, "Don't worry about it." I was like, "You're a public servant. I pay taxes, which means I pay you." He's like, "Don't worry about how I get paid."
0: I heard that. On the, yeah, that was on the an video. Anomaly. That was incredible. Yeah,
1: what an like, appropriate dude, response. I'm like, wrong, like bad PR, man. Like you should take a simple PR class. Um, <laughs> He's we, the law. he doesn't need to have one of those. <laughs> yeah, we we pay your salary, sir. And uh, so anyways, I, I try to engage with them. And uh, so I got a class two misdemeanor citation. Um, and that's in the video of me receiving that. You saw that. Um yep. then, you know, I was respectful and 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 said, Okay, got it. I'm just like, we'll escalate. So then we closed. I said, sorry, I can't. We'll close down. Uh, Then the chief, the chief uh, found me at my home about an hour later. Simultaneously, Captain Richards had gone back to the gym, which you see in the video, and he's trying to get the ticket back. Um, And apparently the way that it's supposed to be is it was supposed to be three warnings and then a citation. Right. We hadn't received a warning. Now, you know, and so I was like, okay. Chief was a stand-up guy. Kind of apologized for the way that things went down. He said, "I was in a meeting. I didn't know." And he said, "And you see in the videos, like, well, did you get did you give him a warning? Had they had a warning? Well, I don't know. Well, you think you don't know? Like, this is the these are things that we need to know, you know." Yeah. So we had a very good conversation for about forty-five minutes on my front porch. And really, um, was yeah. he,
0: did he was he sympathetic to what? You Absolutely, said, he was super sympathetic.
1: He was, was true. Like he thanked me for my service. He said he said, I believe in the constitution. This, he said, I was, I would, you know, and, and I, I I hate to put words in his mouth because he's in, you know, he's kind of in hot water right now as well. And, uh, but I will say this publicly, I have this chief's back and I'll do whatever I can to keep, to keep that. So, um, but, uh, he said he believes in the constitution and he was for this and, you know, now he's questioning what, what's going on and whatnot. So, he said, okay, so this is what we're going to do. He said, I'm going to take this citation back. I'm going to avoid this. And then now you're going to get, we're going to go on the warning level. So if you stay open, if you stay open, you're going to get warnings. Okay. So he said, do me a favor. He said, phase one starts May, May 8th at 5. P.M. Stay closed until May 8th, 5. P.M. Said, Got it. Told the Jack. team that, Hey, there's a misunderstanding. I, t- I told the members, told my team, I said, this is a misunderstanding with Holly Ridge police department. I was personally spoken with the chief we're going to go back to the cdc guidelines. and he says as long as you're following the cdc guidelines and we don't have any complaints this is this is the town of holly ridge right yeah 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 we'll just, we'll just be we're, quiet keep to ourselves
0: yeah 25 what 2598 people oh you looked it up <laughs> i did i had to i had to know i had to know what megalopolis this was there ain't nobody here bro <laughs> <laughs> just to, me to shut gyms down right
1: so, and you know what? And and I'll say this: I like this place because you know how we are. We travel for work and we go to these big cities. And man, let me tell you how nice it is to come back to old Holly Ridge. Beautiful. There no, there's no traffic. There ain't nothing. There's I'm two couple miles from the beach down the road. Good people, kind. Everybody's people, gracious. Kind. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's America still. That's why I tell them. I said, come over here. It's America still. Well, it was. So we had that conversation. We opened up an eighth. I, we sent the email out. This is where it gets kind of sad. Well, it's been sad. This even gets sadder. We sent the email out saying that we, we had, it was a misunderstanding with the police. And we had, you know, we want to talk to the chief. We talked to the chief, that email got forwarded to our town manager, Heather Reynolds. That was our first complaint from one of my own members. Yep. Now we only have like 400 and something members. Like it's not a large gym, you know? Um, but the core of our members, I'll tell you this, the, the, the regulars, man, there's some. Like those are some good American people Right. Soul of the earth, good American people in this area. And uh, so we found out that it was a member that forwarded the first complaint. So the chief calls me and says, Hey, Hey, to break it to you. I got a complaint. It's okay. That's a warning. Got it. That's another, that's a warning. And he, he told me, he told me, he said, I can't, obviously I can't tell you who it was, but I can't say it was one. It was, it was from one of your members. So we filed a public uh, records request. Still waiting on that, by the way. Of course, still haven't, still haven't gotten that, but it's filed, and they yeah. will have to give it up to us because it's public record. So we'll find out who that person was. But nonetheless, um, so that was warning number one, and then according to the kind of the reset button that we that we talked to the chief, or you can call it warning number two, whatever, doesn't matter. <sighs> um, I think it was a couple days later, or that night, or I don't know, somewhere around then. It's in the video, and I've got it on my notes, but um. I got a call at 8 40 p.m. on a Friday night from the town manager Heather Reynolds say and kind of questioning me on some things. And I didn't answer anything. I said, I said, Well, it, this is kind of inappropriate. I shouldn't even answer the phone, but with everything going on, I wanted to make sure that nobody was, you know, if there was a problem, they could get a hold of me. Right. I'm hanging out with my wife and my kids and we're watching TV and stuff. And I said, "Well, I feel like this is an appropriate conversation at almost nine o'clock at night on a Friday night." I said, "Why don't you call me Monday morning? We'll discuss this." Didn't call me Monday morning.
0: No. Nah.
1: Matter of fact, didn't hear from anyone. Um. On the eighteenth, on the eighteenth, I was doing a we were we were in the training facility doing a private jujitsu session uh, with law enforcement and military. Everybody in there was law enforcement, and military, um, and. He knocks on the door. I see him. Of course, it's access control, so we can't I crack the door. I'm like, "How can i help you?" He said, "I know the chief said you could be open, but you got to close." I said, "Okay, I'll call the chief." And he's walking. And he kind of like shrugged it off and walked off. So I, we went back. We finished the session. When I got done, I got cleaned up. I called the chief. The chief's number had been disconnected.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: So I'm kind of trying to call the chief, trying to figure out what's going on. A couple hours later at approximately three, it was 3.10 PM according to the footage, which is in this video. Right. They used a card that they had somehow had gotten in 2010. Now I was in the Marine Corps in 2010. (laughs) I did not own this facility in 2010. Matter (laughs) of fact, I might've been, in between trips from Afghanistan, <laughs> got
0: and hand grenade pins and brass, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm in a different environment. Um, I bought the gym, May 30. I closed on that gym, May 31st, 2018. Um, it was under some sort of employee plan, uh, but we had no contract and, and, and if there was a contract upon that contract, it should have been, it should have been, um, it should have been the key card should have been returned to the facility. So now we can argue if it was stolen property or not. I don't, we don't know, you know, that's for a lawyer to figure out, but they used that key card to gain access to the facility without permission. Wow. And then they did the same thing. They threatened, they were, they were yelling and threatening people. And then members started, members started to call uh, or record what they were saying. And then they were outside on the, on the megaphone saying, if you don't vacate the premises, you'll be, you'll be, Ticketed or fined, and they were taking the head. He had his officers taking camera pictures of everybody in the gym, and then their license plates. And he was sitting there right there, and they they were not they were not leaving. He was harassing people. Yeah, and that's when that's when I said, okay, I'm done, and I'm taking um, this is going public because right. I saw them harassing like, law abiding, tax paying citizens in this community, and I said, okay, this is I can't have that. I can't have I can't have a gym and a place, a, a safe and healthy place for them to sweat out. And, and you know, like anybody that knows it's healthy knows. And this is where you get go get healthy. This is where you go get healthy. Here. Mentally healthy. This is where you get healthy right there. Yep. and you, you know, you get the dopamine levels, and you sweat those those toxins out, and you you like put the fucking work in, man. And you like purge. You purge right, and that and you leave you leave it all on the fucking ground right there in that training facility. And that's what that place is about. You take all your 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 crap that we all have stuff, right? Everybody has stuff, every relationship, every dad, every parent, every kid, we all have stuff. And the ones that use a training facility, they go in there and they leave it in there. And that's what it's for. You leave it in there. So you can go home and be a better dad and go home and be a better, better parent. Amen. And I could not allow those people, those good people being harassed by the police. And I said, okay, this, and I was torn, man. I'm torn. I'm like, do I leave it open and say, you know, screw it. Take me, take me to jail, take me to jail. And let's see where this goes in a court of law. Let's see, let's see what DA is going to, what, what charge are they going to let's, you know, but I'm dealing with my wife and her third, and she's like, I can't handle if you go to jail. So yeah, yeah. Smart move, smart move. Smart, smart. She's the one that's smart. I'm like, no, oh, God, yeah, arrest no, me. I, I can see,
0: man, that you were going to like, yeah, it was good. you were like, all right, there's my next mission, man. I'm rogered yeah. up. I'm in. But she's like, you better get your butt out of here. I
1: mean, bro. like from the youth, I've been to jail and we've been to Sears school, man. I yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but that wouldn't be right to her and it wouldn't be right to my kids. So I had to take a, I had to take a tactical pause on that and go, okay. <laughs> that, you know, she's right. And I, it's not good to to go to jail when my wife's in her third trimester. Right. Right. Even if it would get all washed out. So I said, okay, how are we going to do this? And I said, if they're going to take, you know, if they're going to, you know, take away some of my other amendment rights, you know, I know what I do have is my first amendment right. And I've got an audience and I've been holding back the story of what's been happening in it for the respect of the chief. And I didn't want to. I've been laying low, and I haven't been talking about my specific story because there were some good people in this. And there was there was a few. There was a good person in this town <laughs> trying to do the right thing, and I was trying to do right by him. And uh, well, they
0: they already went out and started the reverse smear campaign on you. I saw the footage of the the town mayor saying lying. He called me lying. a liar. What, called you a liar on camera? and, yeah. and- about the whole key card access thing and and as you said in a video you posted yesterday you know that th- that's completely inaccurate you never you didn't even own the gym when they got the card even and if that.
1: it did it doesn't matter when they're coming in and, and to a legal capacity guess what if you're at a SWAT call and you're like hey we found this key card on the ground we're going to use it to do this any law enforcement officers like "That's not the way Caesar, it works man
0: out the door absolutely yeah, like
1: you're like you just blew your whole case so th- so even if they, regardless how they got it, it doesn't matter. It, it, you know, that's, that's here nor there anyways. So, um, Why did the we, chief, can I ask you a real quick question, Nick? Why
0: did the chief get removed? We don't and know. That, and the other captain is now.
1: We, we don't captain? know. And he doesn't know. The
0: chief doesn't know. Mm-mm. He has no idea why he was removed from being. It's an
1: internal investigation.
0: <sighs> wow. Wow. So he was removed and the captain is now in charge of high point police. Now is the chief there? Is that an elected? Holly Ridge. Holly Ridge. Ridge. Is is Holly Ridge, is the chief an elected position or is it appointed?
1: He's an appointed by the town manager, Heather Reynolds. So Heather Reynolds
0: is the one who has a a significant portion of the power. And she uh, kind of
1: fell into that position back in, I think, 2017 or 18. Like, I think they fired somebody there's actually believe it or not there was a ranger here there was a town manager for uh a while or town planner manager i don't know one what of them you? good dude really good dude man um you gotta love our rangers right
0: yeah man they <laughs> they lead
1: the way that's for they sure do. that's for, that's a for sure that's that's a fact <laughs> um but yeah so that she kind of fell into that position uh same with the mayor uh we didn't have the mayor resigned and and there was an opening so he submitted a letter and he got the position there was no election there was no anything like that so yeah
0: wow okay first off just wow on that right that you know city managers in small towns have a massive amount of power you know
1: chief and this got leaked this obviously this got blown up to Onslow county the lawyer from Onslow county said uh we even though they do fall in the county because they're incorporated they have their own town council and they're all we have no oversight on them so this town is just like, how
0: does that how does that work?
1: And I don't know. I'm not I, Yeah, I'm tell not, us what's happened in the last
0: like six hours this morning. <laughs> what yeah. you been dealing with. I don't nothing. know.
1: Nothing.
0: I don't, There's no message. There's no nothing. There's nothing no, no
1: I don't I don't I don't know how I think that they basically if they don't fall under the county commissioners and, and legal like the DA from Mountain County, I guess I my thought is they have to report directly to Raleigh. Which, if they're they're reporting directly to Governor Cooper's office, then this makes a lot of sense. Right. So, let's
0: let's take a step back and talk about the governor right now. And and this this long list of of, uh, governors that have decided to really exercise their executive privilege and power from... You know, I think the most attention everybody's getting is on Michigan's Governor Whitmer. PA's governor is pretty extreme. Maine's governor, the the entire GOP legislative body of Maine state legislation just wrote a letter to Attorney General Barr saying the Maine governor has abused the, her powers. Uh, Illinois, which is on every every everything I looked up, man, Illinois is uh, is the worst. And then of course your governor. Um, and you know, after doing a little digging, this guy's been in in politics since the early '80s, and uh, has worked his way up to governor. has some pretty interesting veto backgrounds. Uh, on different. Have you areas. heard him speak? I did. I watched this whole press co- press conference this morning. Um, and How
1: embarrassing is that?
0: I, I just I'm not sure what what to make of it. You know, I I'm not sure right now that because w- what the interesting thing is is. Is as as we see the political uh, interaction on the national level heat up, right? And there's this right. massive vacancy for a vice president, which ultimately could become the de facto president because of of an apparent uh, issue with uh, recall uh, on the head Democratic candidate Joe Biden. Right. Um, we're seeing, you know, governors take even, you know, stronger footings. Democratic governors take even stronger footings towards the resistance of opening. And what the data is showing, just in North Carolina data alone, you know, with 10.5 million people. Uh, and by the way, uh, just so the listeners know, uh, North Carolina is uh, one of the lowest, 43rd in terms of testing. Only 178,000 tests, uh, according to one source, had been conducted. Uh, as of uh, the national uh, statistics, uh, 20,122 confirmed cases of COVID-19 in North Carolina, 702 total deaths, uh, which comes out to be 00.7% uh, uh, more be- more t- mortality rate. Uh, in Onslow County, um, with a population of 197,000 people, 80 confirmed cases and two reported deaths in the entire county
1: and how do we know those deaths are actually we don't we don't we don't
0: we don't we don't have any idea as as when you start to look at some of these you know like you look at pa's data pennsylvania's data came out and that eight uh what some two-thirds of all their covid deaths are in new nursing homes and an eighty, and the average age of the of COVID uh, person passing was eighty, which is five years older than the national average of mor- mortality rates. So, uh, you know,
1: makes I, me I, think that this is not about people's safety. It,
0: that's what I'm saying, and that's where I'm. Thank you for. Jumping the gun, I have a tendency to drag into a... Into no, I a, like all those
1: numbers because you're just, you're just painting a real pretty picture for everything I have going on right now.
0: So it, so the question I have now for you, Nick, is, is based on everything that you know, and I know you're an incredibly intelligent human being who, who doesn't react according to soul emotion. Um, you know, what do you think is the cause of of people's reaction in this way, the draconian tactics, the scare tactics. What you know, you had talked a little bit about history. You know, wh- wh- where is this coming from? You think?
1: I, I think it's. I think kind of what you mentioned with the uh, with the election. I think it's a power grab. I think it's a land grab for for the Democrat. I mean, why is it that? I mean, I don't. I, I hate to speculate. I want hardcore facts, right? Yeah, yeah. I hate hardcore. I I want. I I hate it, but you know, when, when, back when we were in the team room overseas, you have to d- develop some COAs. Like when you're looking into and, and the battle space and like, who's doing what and why, and you're targeting, right. Mm-hmm. You have to come up with some, like some different courses of action of who, who's the players, what their motives are so that you can just destabilize. Okay. 100%. Well, they're doing that. I think that they're doing that. Um, and and for the record, I am. If anything, I'm more of a libertarian than anything. Yeah. Because I, I, anytime you go hardcore one way or the other, now you're a fanatic and you can't be taken seriously.
0: Hundred percent.
1: You know. So I think that any any time that you like, you put your, you know, put a flag in the ground on one side, and you're like, listen, that's not what democracy is. This is about a, a conversation and finding common ground and and what's best for the people mm-hmm. or the people. Okay. So it looks like why is it that all the states that have democratic governors are falling in line with each other and doing the same thing and it's and it's all out of this this picture of like, you care. He was saying like these in the pre, like if you wear a mask, you care. Yeah, yeah. That's already been debunked. So <laughs> we know that those masks, even Fauci,
0: even Fauci debunked that in, in the right. beginning, right? You know,
1: it's like, if you want to wear a mask, have you seen the hazmat suits that actually protect you from viruses? Well, then that's what you should wear. If you're going to go into a grocery store, then wear, wear that, wear the CDC ha- hazmat suit. Right. Because that's what actually going to protect you. <laughs> Period.
0: Like, Period.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, you see the memes like with the mask, it's not a mask. It's a mind control device. It really is because they're, they're pumping you full of fear. And it's like, stay at home because you care. Yeah. It's, that's, it's, it's, it's propaganda. It's propaganda. propaganda it's twisting people's brains. It's, let's look at like, they, they're like, well, we're going to make, we're going to make decisions based off of science. Well, then why aren't you looking at the data? That That's the one zero seven 07 and here. That that's the crazy one to me, and
0: and you go down the line, and you look at that that poor Michigan barber, right, who mm-hmm. they they just revoked his license, right, the Texas salon owner, she was sent to jail, seven days in jail, and and the judge the judge, you know, chastised her for for uh, not caring about her people, right. Uh, and then what you have, uh, the Maryland pastor that just ripped up his, uh, cease and desist order, the New Jersey gym owners, those guys, uh, who are, who are standing in that
1: almost brought me to tears, watching that guy get arrested and all those people and those cops. And the lady was saying, you know, this is wrong. You know, this is wrong. And that kind of goes into, and I started thinking about, you know, that Captain Richards was a Marine yep started thinking about honor courage and commitment you know that's and a lot of marines make fun of honor courage and commitment because it's like their big slogan why though it's so true well it's because the way they it's the way that they Uh, do it in the marine corps they make it cheesy but when you strip all the cheesiness away it's like when you started when you get to honor and you get the courage it's it's about the courage to do the right thing when it's the unright and the unpopular answer
0: absolutely
1: You know, and that lady was saying, you guys, you know that. And she wasn't being overly like uh, dramatic. She was like, guys, you know, this is in your hearts. You know, you're doing the wrong thing. Do the right thing here.
0: Well, how about, how about another really concerning aspect of all of this too is, is the manipulation of, of content that's happening out there as well. Right. And, and you saw there, I, I don't know if you saw the one viral of that blonde cop that got on and said, Hey, this is wrong. This is constitutionally wrong. He was suspended. Another cop went out and did the same. Greg thing. Greg Anderson, the yep, ranger. Yep, he was suspended. Uh, and we see not only in these municipalities the the suppression of opinion, the suppression of free speech within its its ranks, but now we're seeing it on a on a global level in terms of uh Facebook or YouTube or Google or Apple or whoever saying if you put out information that we deem is a health risk, now they're able to go to the health risk. uh, Then we can censor you. When the fact of the matter is, is that you know when you allow you know two hundred people to populate a target or or a supermarket because people need to get out and they're just going to these places to hang out. Five
1: miles. Lowe's is five miles Lowe's, down the road. 200 right people at a time.
0: Two hundred people. Never
1: closed. They never shut down.
0: So, how do you justify ruining the lives of small businesses, but yet major businesses? Uh, and then my other favorite ones are are oh, liquor stores are are open dispense essential. dispensaries are open you know what someone essential.
1: said someone commented when this when this went viral in the local area somebody commented said well well abc stores are essential because because if if alcoholics had to go through detox right now they would overwhelm the hospitals <laughs> it makes
0: no sense what it doesn't make any sense but 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 what I think you're getting to is that there's a deeper meaning behind the, the actions. And, and I, I, well, you know,
1: he just so you, you saw the press conference, so you know that everything is, most things are open back at 50% except for gems. Do you think that's targeting
0: you specifically now?
1: I God, I hope not. Um, but I, maybe, I don't know. I don't. I don't see the logic behind it. He says it's because of data. He said it looked at so like he had. To, they had to look at entertainment places and places that were going to be high risk, and th- they want to keep those places shut down.
0: And, and and there was something about how in gyms people uh, their respiratory uh, uh, rate increases, and so their the the insinuation is that because respiratory rates they're working out, they're panting, they're puffing, they're they're expelling. You know profound amounts of of sputum into the air for you know for everybody who has a 0.07 likelihood of morbidity to ingest and to die as in their last push of the upright rows 99.9%
1: <laughs> recovery rate yeah you
0: know and they die they keel over right there i, I yeah. don't understand it doesn't make any sense so what do you what do you What's what? What's the next step immediately for you? What's going to happen to you?
1: So, so right now, um, I got We I'm being very careful at this point. For what obvious say, reasons. What you say? Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, because um, we I am putting together a legal team. I have a GoFundMe account that's set up. Um, we will be we will be seeking uh, a case against the town and the individuals in the town um and then in,
0: in the case are are you want do you want just to be allowed to open are you seeking uh what do you call it when you get money back from the government because of their suppression or uh, I, you know to re I I can't I'll be
1: and I might she might hurt me but my wife had a hard time yesterday we had a couple panic attacks and she's in her third trimester so initially initially I did not want any sort of like was it retribution whatever yeah yeah um i just wanted things to be corrected i do feel that the mayor the town manager and the, and the police captain needs to be removed wow that's intense my my stand based off of based off of a, a history a pattern of a, a pattern of abuse in the area i think they all need to be remo- relieved of, of their duties
0: what are some of the other things what do you mean other other incidents
1: um there were there was an incident that they came on my pro- so we know we had the hurricane right yes so we had the hurricane my team and I w- with under under the umbrella of the Raider Project we had thirty something volunteers from all most of them active duty Marines or, or wow. veterans that live in the community I think we did like ten we gutted like ten houses in the back of my neighborhood back here um, we went to Richlands and did a bunch there I mean man it was it was a brutal it was brutal man it was sad to go in people's homes and watch their it, like. You can imagine. And, yeah. and these are people, these are people in our community. These are families that, and their, their homes are just destroyed. And you know, it's a storm. There's nothing you can do about that. Yep. It's just a sad situation. So fortunate enough for me, I had, I had very little damage. I had some messed up windows, messed up doors, uh, and I lost my fence. That's it. No big, no big yeah. deal. right? Right. We cleaned up what we could clean up. And then for the next 10 days, we spent going in houses and, and, and gutting houses and kind of cleaning out and stopping the mold. And I was on the I was on the phone with USAA and they were like, actually, at this time, and I'm going to recant my statement here in a second, but at that time, USA was excellent in responding to this. They didn't say, a lot of the smaller insurance companies were like, don't touch anything until an insurance customer. We'll see you in three weeks. So I'm like, listen, in three weeks, you're going to have to tear this house down because it's going to be covered in mold. Yeah. There's no way. And then, and so we housed two families at, 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 uh, my wife's family's house on the beach. So two Marine Corps families lived, that lived over there. I think we did a couple other things. I can't really remember. Um,
0: once again, we, helping your community doing the right thing.
1: You have to, right. And you then- have to mean, in, in a time of need. And, and, and I had the ability to, to organize a team um, people drove all the way from Houston. There was four, there was Marines wow. from Houston that drove a trailer full of generators and supply cleaning supplies when we couldn't get anything in here. And, uh, and they got through the, the, the weather and, and the, and the flooding and they, and they delivered it and they turned around and drove right back to Houston because they you wow. know what happened because they knew what happened in Houston with the flooding. They're like, guys, we want to come help. Yeah. It was, was awesome. So we did that. Um, we took care for 10 days straight. We took care of everybody. USA was like, get that house gutted, take pictures of everything. We'll take care of them on the back end, but don't let these families lose their homes back. And then when it came to my house, they, they screwed me. Did they really, it took me a year and, and, you know, and like, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have a, you know, like I'm not, I'm not even close to wealthy, but if I need to put a fence up, I, I can put a fence up, but, then it would have negated my insurance, your
0: insurance. Yeah.
1: You know, and I needed my, I needed two windows replaced, both my, both my doors replaced and a, and a few other things that got damaged. Right. So it was worth monetarily. It was worth paying the deductible and having them replace all that. Overall, I think it was close. It was right under like 20, 20 grand worth of damage. Wow. Um, and so it took me a year. It took me a year and I have a swimming pool and i was going back and forth and then out of the blue out of nowhere um i had heard i had heard one of my employees was getting harassed by someone um that i need to put a fence up but it was more like he needs to put a fence up and the guy was like well yeah he knows that he's he's dealing with it you know but that was it right next thing i know on september 11th last year september 11th of all days captain richards another police officer, public works, and the town manager came to my property in my backyard, standing on my property, and demanded that they put up this, this orange fence or they were gonna, that they were going to arrest me. Wow. And they don't have the authority to do that in a, in a, for a civil matter. Wow. No citation, no nothing. letter, no warning, no anything, nothing. No phone call, on my property, he had his camera on.
0: Everything. So there's and, that uh, footage is recorded
1: too. I mean, I hope so. And in that footage, you're going to see me very upset. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll warrant out, like, if, there is, if this ever came out in court, I'll say, like, I was, I probably used some cuss words. I was, I was highly upset. It, they had, they had me at my back to a wall. They were on my property threatening me. So I had to oblige. The reason I didn't want them to do it is because that day I had a contractor coming out to dig the holes for the fence because I had finally gotten it approved. Right, and gotten the money, and that day they were coming to put holes in the ground and set the set the post, and they were going to have to take this orange thing down. I was trying to explain that to them. Ironically oh, enough, ironically enough, that day later that afternoon, I had to catch a flight to Oregon to deliver a leadership conference to the Chiefs Association of Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> where I discussed where I discussed my book The Seven Stages of Transition the yep. Excommunicated Warrior and and what we go through when we when we leave military and law enforcement and everything and it was well received and for those that for those of you that know me know that that book is probably the second biggest purchaser of that book is is uh LE guys that are getting out
0: absolutely
1: yeah um phenomenal book if I, do, if I do say so myself
0: yeah yeah everybody please go check it out <laughs> and support nick cuz that money will most likely be going to his uh defense
1: yeah. right now so please um but but yeah so you know and i and, and i told my wife i said i, I wish i could have had them arrest me but i had to go give a leadership conference to a bunch of chiefs yeah so on i september I, I, on 11th on september 11th and meanwhile i'm looking at my flag here and the flag's not at half mass. So why, when I got done with that, I threw a freaking red star cluster up. I'm like, you guys want to harass me, but you don't even put the flag at half mass on September 11th, yeah. which fundamentally changed my life as an adult. Me too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that. I that event is a cornerstone of who I am as a man.
0: Well, what's interesting to me, what I when I'm hearing from this particular you know incident and these people with you, is that they they simply allow themselves to categorize you in a particular way that would seem that they feel very threatened by you in some capacity. They are always coming to you with, with force. They're coming at you to pressure you to back down. They lead with insults and threats. They, they are trying to paint you in this, uh, very threatening way. Uh, and when you know the the substantial amount of 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 why we have what we have is the result of individuals like you willing to raise your right hand in the recognition that our freedoms are are
1: protected protected
0: in a very yeah. thin way, right? So
1: so, and what's really sad about that event is when during the hurricane when we were when we were helping people clean their homes. We had volunteers parked on the street and the cops, instead of the cops helping the situation, the local police were threatening to ticket people parking on the side of the road during that event.
0: Of course they were.
1: And I was like, and I, and I, and I brought that up to the chief when he, I said what they should have done was put their guns away, grab a t-shirt that says Hollywood Ridge police department, put a mask and a set of gloves on and come get their hands dirty, helping, helping this, their community. Nah,
0: that ain't going to happen.
1: But if it did, what would kind of statement without to made? Com-
0: well, that's what the community needs, right? Right. To yeah. protect and to serve, right? Every, it seems like this protection concept of service through law enforcement right now nationwide has really shifted and it's shifted in a way that is scary, I think. And I, and I, and I feel you, I mean, like I said with you, there are several of my friends that, uh, have. A presence, in, you know, a presence as influencers on the internet in our community, particularly with the veteran in, in LE space. Everybody's tired of it, man. Everybody's now saying, you know, I have to say something about this. Right. And, you know, the ramifications could be tremendous for you. I mean, what, what if, what if the government wins on this with you? What
1: happens to you? That's a scary question. If they're allowed to do this unchecked, And then this all just goes away. I don't know if I can live here.
0: Where you are now or, or in North Carolina? In North
1: Carolina. Wow. That's extreme. I, but then like, what do we do? We start running from state to state. Like what happens if I go back to, if we go to Florida, Who's to say it doesn't have – they don't have a Democratic governor in in you know, in 10 years, and we're back doing the same thing.
0: Well, we almost had a Democratic governor that uh, recently yeah. was busted down at, in yeah. a hotel room with crack and meth and all kinds of stuff. But but, but right now DeSantis is in, and do you see him? He got all fired up yesterday on the news when – Yeah,
1: know, he's so, calling He's calling a lot of bullshit. He's I calling it out, man. You got to yeah, love I Green Berets, it. man.
0: He's the yeah. hearts and minds, right? Hearts so,
1: and minds. So I – Yeah. The thing is, is I don't think running is the solution. What is the solution? You know, and here's the thing is I've lived here. So I I moved to this area in 2001. Um, When I came back from Okinawa, I moved in this house. I built this house for my family in 2007. And I've been a member of Holly Ridge since 2007. I don't go to town council meetings. I don't go to the HOA meetings. I don't do anything with anything with the government because I don't freaking want to. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to be involved. I've done it. I was in the mil. I was in military and special operations for 12 years of my life. I want absolutely nothing to do with the government. Amen. And I want them there's, there's, there's a constitution, there's amendments, there's laws, there's things, there's things put in place to protect me. I was letting those things be what they were. And I was trying to sit back and enjoy having my businesses paying my taxes Making funny videos of the internet, Jack and Steel, and helping people. Yeah, that's my life, man. That's what I. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. I don't. And like, I never, ever, ever. And 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 people have noticed that. They've commented that on my on my feeds. They're like, Nick's never talked about politics.
0: Ever. I've never seen you address it. Ever. It's I don't incredible. Want to. Neither do I. And that's the thing. It's because because it is so contentious. It is so destructive. It sucks you in. And, and, you know, the injustices of, of propaganda, of, of misinformation, of fake news or whatever you want to talk about is
1: so So Yeah, So convoluted. So So I've, I've lived that life and anybody that's, that's, that's worked in in law enforcement or worked in military, especially at the higher echelons and special operations, and you have to deal with the state department. Once you deal with the state department, <laughs> you will be done with government for the rest of your life. Your life. <laughs> and that's why I don't deal with it. And they're like, well, why don't you get involved? And my brother-in-law, I love him to death. He's so smart. But he's like, well, you need to run for this and run for office. It's like, like brother, listen, I don't, w- don't want to deal with it. It's so much stress. And they've thrusted me into it. Right. Like, like old John Rambo said they drew first blood
0: they drew first blood interesting analogy and
1: that and that's the thing that like I feel like they weren't being very smart because they shouldn't have messed with me because now they poke the bear they awaken the giant, and I will bring the full force of my audience my American people that follow me to ensure that this does not happen and does not continue anymore
0: does that only for you because you know what I, I you know another person that i i've you know, I know, and that has recently gone through the the uh, b- bureaucratic meat grinder of the government was was Eddie Gallagher and his case and how he yeah. was, you know, all that nonsense. And then recently, I Destiny Flynn and you know her husband is a, a Marine Raider under investigation. Good man, by the way. I, I, I tell you what, doing, is a
1: good, he's a good man.
0: He's solid, isn't he? Solid. Yeah, and and you know, doing that show recently and telling that, their story is just like. You're starting to really see, you know, and I think this experience with COVID-19 and is really starting to expose, you know, the real cracks in in the fabric of what's enabled us to get to where we are today. Do you feel like you're in the midst of falling through one of those cracks right now?
1: I do. I do. I I mean, I feel like if, we have two, I have two options here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can close this, I can close this whole deal down, take what's coming to me, which will be served and I will, I will be punished for it. Right. And they will get away with their actions. And I will uh, and eventually either we will have to move out of the city or we will have to move out of the state. Wow. And I've got kids here. My ex-wife is here. Like the, these are, these are not options for me. If I have to, if I have to. to do that, I will never stop doing that.
0: No, once it begins, once it, once begins, it begins,
1: right? yeah. once you start running. So it will always be there.
0: Let's say, so obviously you're going to, you're going to have to hire attorneys at, you know, yep. 375 to 480 an hour. Oh,
1: a constitutional one, like the, that we're talking about, like, you know, them entering my business and, and violating my fourth amendment rights. And, and then, you know, the governor doing, you know, we won't get into that because that's a bigger one, but. Um this is it this is not something that's going to be cleaned up quickly.
0: No, no. And and what what I what I'm what I'm interested in seeing is that, you know, these cases are starting to pop up everywhere. Oh yeah. All over the place. And not by not just onesies, twosies like we're getting, you know, on the news. We're I mean, I think there are literally hundreds, if not thousands, of cases being filed for you know this this circumstance because one of the interesting things is i i I, and you know what what's gotten to me is you know and and my business absolutely devastated events business speaking business decimating nothing left and and you know is that but you know i'm on the phone with for you know three and a half hours with uh freedom mortgage who sucks by the way if you're interested don't ever go to freedom mortgage for mortgage they absolutely are horrible noted Uh, are screaming at this person because uh, uh, that they applied a wind insurance that I was dropped last year in Florida when everybody was starting to drop and they applied their own coverage, which, which put an additional, I don't know, even know. It's like $1,200 on my mortgage, which I fixed, which they delayed fixing by two and a half months. And now we're in the pandemic. Meanwhile, they're, they're, the front of their page is like, oh, we're good. We want to help you, COVID. We're going to work with you. Ah, bullshit, right? It's all bullshit. It, they want their money. But the government doesn't force them to stop. Like your rent on your, in where your your thing, that's due every month. Oh, uh, it's, and it's it, not
1: cheap. Like that's due. My employee's rent still due. Yep. And I literally, and I don't know if you saw in the video. I literally, right before I filmed that video, somebody from the property tax collector called me. Yeah, I,
0: what's I, the whole thing with the property taxes and all that? Or, or- well, it's
1: separate? It's completely separate. And they, and the, and if you saw the news report, they, they, they the lady, the tax collector said that. Say, well, this is completely separate like, this is not, has nothing to do with COVID-19. This is just our normal business. And it is right. That's, that's not their, that's not their fault. They're doing the right thing. And, right. and I have to list everything out every year. And it's, it's doing it was not the problem. It was the fact that we're in the middle of all of this and they call to like, Hey, you need to list all your, your business property. Like that was more of the problem. Like you can't delay this for 60 days. Like maybe you shouldn't be calling business owners right now. Probably not going to get a warm reception. Well, you, you have
0: municipalities all around the country coming up with these massive shortfalls. Like another city in Alabama just filed for bankruptcy today. You've got my favorite one above all others is, is uh, 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 California with its $53.4 billion shortfall. And now what? they $53.4 billion shortfall in its budget right now. And they're preparing to give illegal aliens five hundred dollars a day for coronavirus help. You know, I and it's like that math adds up. Well, and 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 what's next is there, they're they're going to want a bailout, just like uh, who else is? Re- I mean, there's a couple other states that are beginning to request their bailouts for what's happening.
1: And who pays? And who pays for that?
0: You, we do, of course. You know that. Uh, that's what it's. It's so strange to me. It's almost as if. You know they want this altruistic uh, experience of all of us to say, "Hey, let's think about the 0007 percent in 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 their life expectancy and the horrific nature, and, and don't get me wrong, man I, my parents are seventy five years old. I, I freaked out my first month here because my mom Thanks. likes to go out of the house. She's a social creature. And I'm like, please just stay home. You're hey, driving I'm, me. Tonight. Same here. I'm yelling at my, my grandmother's
1: still alive. She's damn near 90 years old. I, I, she, she might outlive us all. I don't know. She, she needs <laughs> to go down. I love her. She is a hard, hard woman, man. Harder nails, right? Yep. Went through different, depression. Yep. Depression, different
0: World War II. Yep, I, I guarantee, and when you know the Spanish flu was hitting America, they weren't saying, "Let's close businesses because we want to disrupt people's ability to pay for their treatments or pay for their what." It doesn't make any sense. No, but-
1: my, I told my mom, my grandmother, my my dad, my in law in laws. I said, "Listen, guys, you're all over the age of sixty. Just stay home, please. You know what I mean, please, please. Yeah. like." I- I'm thirty I'm freaking, you know, 198 pounds of you know twisted steel. Like you're not gonna get me. Yeah, right? COVID's like, not taking me down. COVID's not taking me out, but you know, looking at the data, looking at the thing, looking at the like where where who's at risk, like, I got you. Stay home, we'll figure it out. Let this pass, and then we'll we'll move on with our life.
0: And if there was some senior citizens walking through your gym doors, I'm sure you would say, Hey. Why don't you reconsider? We'll we actually, some-
1: we actually have one of our good Marines. He was, uh, he actually was a, was an employee of the gym, and he um, he retired, and and uh, he was in a motorcycle accident. So he's he's in a wheelchair now. He's, he actually does PT there with one of our PT techs that are that are in the gym,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and he's been he stayed home because he had he's high risk because only his he's got only a, a portion of his lung works wow right and we've been in communication with him and he's big support of what we have going on and he actually texted me the yesterday and said hey i'm so sorry this is going on but guys like him like hey it sucks that he can't come and do come come and do his pt but he's high risk right and if he knows he did, it and he knows it but he's not saying like shut the gym down or everybody stop working he's like i'm i'm the one that's high risk i will be here yeah you For guys responsibility personal responsibility you guys go do what you need to go do right when well i'll be back when i need to be back
0: so are you nervous a little bit because i've from what i understand from friends that are attorneys is that the legal system is is ground to somewhat of a halt because of this you know they don't want and and they're not quite sure about zoom conferencing within you know because it can be accessed and all this other stuff you know i you know are you worried that that Uh, Oslo County is going to shelve your
1: no, not at all. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I got a meeting from, I got a, uh, and when I get done with this, I'm gonna be calling the sheriff of Oslo County. Um, They're hosting a, I just found this out. They're going to be doing a, a uh, barbecue down the road in our honor to support us and inviting everybody. They're actually trying to get uniformed and uniformed police to wow. be there so that we don't get harassed by the Holly Ridge Police Department. Um,
0: wow, this so it'll be police-sponsored event, sheriff-sponsored event against local police.
1: And in our and to support us and in what we have going on. To support
0: what you are facing.
1: So no, I'm not I'm not worried. The community here has rallied. America wow. has rallied. I think that they are. I think that they see the data, like you said, they see the data, and enough is enough.
0: Right. Now now, what do you recommend to all the other people, all the other small businesses, uh, you know, which make up what you know, fifty percent of our economy or something like that? Right. Something crazy. Something-
1: we're the backbone, we're the backbone of America.
0: And, and there's some great some great statistics for all the listeners on a place called Wallet Hub. They did this incredible study of 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 all these like 50 some odd data points on who's gonna be affected, right? based on the intensity of lockdowns and in and, and North Carolina is pretty low on the list. And ter- they're at like number 37 in terms of the intensity of lockdown restrictions. Um, but they're also, you know, very high at in terms of poverty rates. I mean, you know, in some place, what I was saying, the no, poverty rate of North Carolina is like fourteen point seven, and that was prior to.
1: Yeah, we're lowing. We're, we're a low-income state.
0: Right, and so you know, all these people that are doing these cleaning businesses, doing these whatever, these uh, barber shops, or you know, food trucks, or whatever it might you know,
1: be. You know what's happening now? People are making so much because of the st- the stimulus, the COVID, the the unemployment, and then the un- the COVID unemployment on top of that. That they're not going back to work. Wow. We have we're have one of the businesses that we we can hire at. We are having a hard time hiring someone because this is not related to the gym, so don't get don't people don't get it twisted. Right. It's another business where, that we want to hire somebody, but nobody's applying because they would make less than what they're what they're on the the government's dime. The for.
0: government dole, baby. Yeah. <laughs> First and the fifteenth. There's some. Dan Crenshaw
1: Crenshaw said it best, man. He he said, he goes, they want you dependent on the government. Yeah. It's control. You are being controlled.
0: Why, Why do you think, why do you think in crisis times that, that, you know, when crisis become great opportunities for that level of influence, right? That, that real priming for people through, through, you know, the most natural and devastating uh, way to control people is in fear. Why, 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 are, why are we in that? What, what, what good does it do people, right? They're communities, right? Because this is a community thing. And, yeah. and that's where America, I believe, truly resides, is within our small community. Well, we're
1: a, tri- we're a tribal people. Yes. At our core of human beings, if you don't know that, then you don't know anything about humanity. We are a tribal people. And we create these things within law enforcement. We create them in gyms. We create them at CrossFit. We create them at church. We create them in neighborhoods. We recreate a tribe because that's what we're meant to operate in.
0: 100%. 100%. So why is your tribe, your local community, why are they – why do you think, honestly, they are attacking you, Nick? Former veteran, combat veteran – supporter of veterans needs writes books to help law enforcement helps people recover from injuries you know is a dedicated honest hardworking American that supports uh, the Constitution and what we represent why are they attacking you
1: honestly I I don't have a good answer for that you can talk about insecurity you can talk about a lot of different things I don't have a good answer for that the only thing that you know and I'm not a super religious person um, but the only thing that you know, I know where you stand. But I, the only thing I can go back is really looking at the Bible and looking at, looking at Jesus. And I'm not saying that I'm Jesus. Yeah, I'm not just because I have a beard and long hair. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> You'll be baby. <laughs> what I'm saying is when you go to do good things, and you can correct, you can you can correct me on this. You're going to be persecuted every time. It's part
0: of the job.
1: It's part of the job. And that's, it,
0: that's the beautiful thing, Nick. And and that's what hit me. So I'm glad you bringing this up. That's what hit me so heavily with you you are that good man you are that apostle not necessarily of christianity or whatever or, or whatever righteousness there is but you are a good man a believer in what america represents
1: I do i believe it
0: and you now have been tapped <laughs> to to carry that cross to
1: carry that burden when you you were talking about you were talking about um you have you ever seen i like this thing man you ever seen this yes it's a beautiful beautiful i love it book. love it little things so i it hit me the other day when this thing happened um and i it, man it could not have been a better timing um and i'm going to find it here our well-being our your our well-being lies in our actions And it's Marcus Aurelius. Those obsessed with glory attach their well-being to the regard of others. Those who love pleasure tie it to feelings, but the one with true understanding seeks it only in their own actions. Think on the character of the people one wishes to please, the possessions one means to gain, and the tactics one employs to such ends. How quickly times erase such things, and how many has it wiped away already? And it basically means, and getting into it, it basically means that, if you're doing it for a specific outcome, if you're doing something to win, you're probably going to be disappointed. The point is not to do something for a particular outcome. We cannot be attached to the outcome. We cannot be attached to the results. The only thing that we can do is give it everything that we have. Amen. You put your, best, your you put your best foot forward for the people and for the and doing things the right way for the right reasons. And if you still lose at the end. You did it for the, you did the best thing that you could do for the right way, for the right reasons. And that's all you can do. That's awesome.
0: Well, Nick, you know, before we, we, we hop off here, how how can people help you? How can they support you, uh, in this cause, uh, where can they go to follow you all the time? What, what, give us some information.
1: So that story, I I say the first thing is, is, you know, and I, I don't like asking for money, Um, but the first thing is, is if, if you could do anything, go to Facebook, go to YouTube, go to Instagram and share that story. Um, within a, within a a day and a half, that video has over a million views. So it's resonating with people. That's the story that we need to start telling to America. Cause even people that are, and I have a lot of liberal friends and even my super liberal friends are going, wow,
0: this this is
1: overboard. This is too much. So at minimum, at minimum, go watch that video. And if it resonates with you, share it.
0: And that's on, on your Instagram page? It's now? on
1: Facebook. It, okay. easiest, the easiest way to share it is Facebook. But okay. um, that one, and then we have set up a GoFundMe to, to raise money specifically for our legal team to, um, to ha- hold Holly Ridge accountable. And, um, and, then, and then furthermore, on a, on a constitutional level, uh, hold the state accountable. And, wow. uh, what I will be doing is in the next, in the coming days, I will be looking at, uh, local businesses to include, a, a, a other training facilities to bound together, to take this to the state together.
0: Genius. Love it. So if you're a, if you're a, a small business that is facing similar things to Nick, uh, please, uh, reach out to him, contact him. Please. How can they contact you, Nick?
1: Um, the best way is through, um, through my website. Uh, because I have a team that be able to categorize and make sure I can get I can manage it all it's I'm not gonna lie it's been very overwhelming the past couple days to us and the family we're doing the best that we can do Um, I will say that if for some reason if you don't personally get me let let this be known like I am so so incredibly thankful to everyone and their kind words and what they're doing in support of us Um, I didn't think that it would be this much I did not think that I would get the support that I have. And it's been, it's, it's been, whew, it's been emotional to, yeah, to I see the, see the positivity for a change. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I, th- I thanks thank you guys.
0: That's cool. Well, Nick, thank you, man. I, I just, I, out of, out of all the people in, in our space and our, What's going on, man? You're, you're absolutely at the top for me. I just love so your, the way you care deeply for your tribe, the way you care about the country, the way you care about your family. It's an incredible inspiration, not only to me, but I know just thousands of other people and man, uh, I just, we wish you all the best and, and please let us know we'll, we'll help forward and help drive people there. Uh, and do you have one kind of final thought about, you know, Memorial day is this weekend, is this Monday, do you have any final thoughts about that and where we're at as a nation and what we really need to think about going into this weekend?
1: I will say this, uh, and I try to talk with my team. Um, I'm putting the, I, every Memorial day, everybody, you know, you see people post this and post the flags and every way I won't be doing that. Um, Memorial day, I will be with my friends and my family and I will be celebrating the lives of my friends. And that's where, that's where Nick will be. And I'm going to put all of this out of my head. This is not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to focus on it. I'm going to think about the guys that I cared about that, 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 that paid the ultimate sacrifice. And I'm going to celebrate their lives and their family with my friends and family this weekend. Amen. And that's where I'll be. Amen. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, brother. God bless you. Good luck.